This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the Dish Professionals. Call them today to one four two four dish Watch the games you want. Save some money. Awesome promotions. Plus, if you sign up during the big show, get an extra $100 put back into your pocket. 801-424-DISH. We're going to talk to Bowler coming up here momentarily. We'll get his thoughts on uh, the Jazz going into camp. Also talk a little college football with Bowler and get his thoughts on Ben Simmons, which is something we have not talked about today. Gordon, Ben Simmons uh, uh, and his people saying he will not show up for Sixers training camp. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> uh, he's getting paid a lot of money. This, uh, I was thinking about this. This slow playing, uh, trading Ben Simmons has not really worked out well for Daryl Morey, per se. Because wasn't it, uh, we were talking about how they could have flipped Ben Simmons for James Harden at one point? Or at least that was a conversation that mm-hmm. was out there? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, all right. Let's uh, let's talk to the man himself. Let's get out of the Smart Rain special guest line. Best of State Award winner Smart Rain is having an end of season sale on their irrigation smart controller. Save fifty percent off each smart controller purchased. Offer available to all commercial property zone listeners. Visit SmartRain.net to schedule a demo today. Is the television voice of the Utah Jazz? He's our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack, what's up, Bowler? Hey, Jay Gordon. Good to hear from you. How you been, man? Good. We've been great, Bowler. I, I love following Utah, man. This is a great season rolling in. Football's here. Oh, Jazz are right around yeah. the corner. Life is good. Yeah, there's a lot of stories going on everywhere. And, you know, Jazz making a move to Vegas. Not a move, but a training camp move. I should be clarified that so then no one drives off the road, right? Yeah, let's, let's not panic uh, everyone, Bowler. <laughs> oh, my. But, no, it's uh, – and you got football underway, you know, almost a month then. So it's uh, – a good time of year baseball world series coming up hockey starts what else you want i mean and hopefully we get a full season and that's all that matters bowler we want to talk to you about the jazz but gordon and i were just chatting about ben simmons uh curious to get <laughs> yeah. your thoughts on the news today that he will not report to training camp for the sixers uh and wants to play for another team well that news does not surprise me i think anytime you have a player who has uh well Doc didn't support him, and then the media, the fans, uh, the rest of the NBA has kind of been hands-off, not interested. Uh, I don't know how they're going to work a deal. I mean, you guys, I just heard when when you guys came back on, you know, two years ago, about in the bubbles, really. I mean, if if you're going to move somebody, you didn't know what kind of season or ending he would have in the playoffs last year. But the value of a Ben Simmons has dropped dramatically. And, um, you know, of course, Philly's going to try to do their best to get as much as they can out of him. But now with this situation uh, where he's not going to play and has made that clear, no, he won't report to, to camp, um, you know, it puts everyone in a bind, man. It's, it's what Harden did to Houston after what? He played, was it five to six games? And then that was yeah. it, kind of a yeah. shutdown. Let's get out of here. It's not going my way. You know, Simmons may be a little bit different. I mean, um, his weaknesses have been exposed. Other teams and GMs around the league know that. 
And the value, what was, is not not what it is now. I mean, the value is like a stock that was, you know, busting through and uh, finally, you know, hit hit its ceiling and, and is bottoming out. I mean, it's kind of just in layman terms the way you have to look at it. And what team wants to roll the dice and bring in a player that I'm not sure to Jake and Gordon where his mind is going to be. Uh, he, he's been damaged a bit, in my opinion, in his confidence level. And, you know, he was heralded as, you know, a young superstar that would take Philly to the next level with Embiid and others. And it'll be really intriguing to see what Philly can do uh, and go from there. But the other part of this story is what does it do to the current day Sixers as they prepare, you know, for camp, preseason, and beyond. So, you know, that's a tough one to have hanging over your head, a franchise who has hopes of being a, a major player, you know, again in the Eastern Conference. So this story's not going away, by the way. It's, it's, uh, it's going to hang around for a while. And it'll be real interesting to see what the final outcome will be. Uh, if Philly takes less, just to move them and get get that that part of their history behind them, and what team really wants them bad enough to give up what draft picks or players? Uh, it's a mess. There's no doubt. So, Bowler, why are the why are the uh, Jazz uh, training in Vegas? What's the real reason? You know what? I didn't get invited. Uh, <laughs> You know what? I think it's I think it's a chance with these veterans to introduce themselves to a couple of new guys. It, to me, I think there's been so much happening the last two plus seasons that this is kind of a place to get uh, maybe a reset, a reboot. Uh, it's out of the city. Uh, it's a place uh, that you can maybe have a, as you like to say, a kumbaya meeting, Gordo. And, you know, if there's any things that need to be set on the table, you can do it there. Um, Donovan's ankle. Um, You know, Mike getting back his health. Um, Working out and talking to Joe away from a lot of the media about his name being, you know, in the trade rumors. Um, I think that's probably probably part of the reason, uh, and it's healthy. Uh, You know, Jerry Sloan did it quite often. Um, you know, uh, up to Boise was it, I believe, uh, Cedar City. Um, so a lot of teams do it. It's just under those latter years of Jerry and the Ty Corbin era and the first seven years of Quinn, it just didn't happen. So, you know, I think under new ownership, maybe Ryan had, you know, maybe said, hey, get out of town if you need to. And that may be, you know, his part of him, his, his idea. I don't know that. I'm thinking out loud with you guys, but um, I know some people were panicking about it. No, I, I, I think it's uh, probably a good thing. Three days and a chance, I think, to get away and really talk and just think basketball. And maybe, again, this team's very close. Has it been stretched a bit? The playoffs, maybe. Off season could be. And so this may be a good time just to kind of reformulate and get these guys back on the same page. You know, Bowler, as long as we're just thinking out loud, uh, my my first thought went to over the past year with all the covid protocols and think about uh, think about the build up experience to leaving for the bubble in July of 2020. Right. Imagine the time that they've spent isolated at the practice facility 
over the past year plus where, you know, they're going there to test all the time and all this. I I wouldn't be surprised if their motivation was, God, let's go somewhere besides, you know, we love the basketball campus. It's a great facility, but let's go somewhere else because that's what we've known and that's it for the last year and a half. No, Jake, you know, it could be just like that, an infusion of something new and something a little bit more exciting than seeing the same paint, even though there's a little makeover, you know, over at the uh, basketball uh, campus. So, uh, you know, with the black and white images that we see now. And uh, but I'm with you. I, I think sometimes getting away and having a change of scenery can be a good thing, a healthy thing. A lot of NFL teams jump out of their cities and go somewhere else, you know, usually cooler um, or, you know, it's it's a break for the players. And, uh, again, I think a lot of this has to do, too, is just, you know, a team that's a veteran team who knows each other well. I'm not sure how much Quinn's going to dive into the playbook. I mean, they're pretty deep into it, as you guys know, because this team has been together. Uh, most of them, the core, has been together, adding a couple of very intriguing pieces, by the way. And we'll see what the Jared Butlers and uh, Whiteside and Rudy Gay, uh, Pascal, you know, how quickly they adapt. But I, I, personally, I think it's a good idea. Uh, I don't think there's anything, you know, written that anybody ought to, you know, think anything other than that. It's just something new. It's new ownership. And uh, you've got a chance to to really go and, and uh, like I said, see something new, experience it, and maybe hold your attention a little better, too. Maybe so someone will say not in Vegas, but you know what? Look, it's still – these guys are vets. Look, they know what the job is, and, and they know also the expectations, again, on this Jazz franchise. And so, um, you know what? You've got to kind of start loose and build up to it. You've got four preseason games, and you play for real. Hard to believe, gentlemen – in a month's time, uh, October 20th. Am I right? Um, I, I believe think so, that's yeah. A month, the from tomorrow, a month from tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a month from tomorrow night. Home opener, OKC. So, Bowler, <laughs> expectations last year before the season were what they are, were what they were. Uh, this year, after the Jazz finished first in, uh, in in the regular season, do you expect them to do that again? Jake and I have been talking about uh, the ESPN panel that predicted that they would finish first uh, in the regular season again. Uh, are you on board with that, or are you expecting maybe a tougher road to hoe this time around? Well, if you break it down, uh, the Jazz, and correct me if I'm wrong, Austin, and guys, the, the experts call the Jazz schedule, and they, they have to play 82 just like everybody else. But it's one, if not the easiest schedule in the league. And what that means is with starts, home, away, back-to-backs, length of those, roads, those road games and who you play, um, if that's the case and still holds true, then that's a great plus. Health will be the other issue for a 34-year-old uh, Mike Conley, and we'll see what Donovan comes back as. And Rudy, I saw a photo of him the other day, and I thought he was posing for Mr. World. I mean, the guy's got an eight-pack and more, and the guy works his tail off to who, to be what he's become, and I applaud him for that. Um, and Joe, we know what Joe is and Quinn Snyder. Look, the pieces are still there. I think they've, they've gotten better. Uh, they have more diversity in their lineups if Quinn Snyder chooses so. 
And I know the big the big talk was small ball against the Clippers. Well, they've got that ability now. Uh, as long as Rudy understands that you know there may be times and minutes that Quinn's got to make change, right, to be competitive and stay in a ball game. So um, I think if you put all of it together, they're competitive. They're one of the best. Charles Barkley even said, or was it Shaq? I'm sorry, Shaq even had the uh, the ability after all the grief he's given Donovan and Gobert is that they're the only team that really can compete against the Lakers. And that's, you know, the elder Lakers, by the way. Um, and that's that, that roster, man, just, you know, kept on getting older as the summer went on. And for L.A., they got to stay healthy. If not, that thing could derail quickly. I'm not sure how Westbrook's going to uh, really uh, blend uh, with the likes of A.D. And, and LeBron and so many others, but we'll see. It's going to be an interesting season, guys. We haven't even started yet, but look at the storylines building. I mean, you start with Ben Simmons, you go to the Lakers and their age. You know, the Jazz could be top of the heap in the West, but it really comes down to health. And what does Phoenix do, and does Chris Paul stay healthy with, with Booker? Um, man, these are all things I'm really intrigued to see how it plays out. Not 72, by the way, but 82. And I'm wondering, too, guys, if GMs, coaches, how it's going to fare with the fans in the NBA if indeed uh, some of these older players get more rest than usual. That could be a storyline as well to follow as we jump into about after game 15 to see how that, that plays out. You know, Waller, I like what you said there about health because, you know, you and I have complained about the whole, you know, managing of uh, the minutes and all that sort of thing and load management like you're talking about. But, Health is so very important. Uh, I mean, it really, that's the biggest factor, I think, in winning and losing, Uh, giving yourself a shot. So that being true, I guess uh, the fans who pay the money to uh, see the stars play night after night after night after night or on one single night where they save up money to go have that opportunity and they miss out, well, that's that's just the way it is because this health thing is huge. Yeah, it is now more than ever. And Jake, you know, I mean, we talked a lot about this on the on you guys' show. Is that I feel bad for a family of four or five who do save for that one night to see a LeBron or a Donovan matchup, right? And it doesn't happen. Uh, and I'm sure the networks don't like it either uh, when one of the big stars doesn't play on a given ESPN or ABC primetime game. And they they can be mad because of the billion dollar deals that are that are out there, and and the NBA even wants to double that, if I'm not mistaken. In the, <laughs> I, I'm not laughing, but I guess I am because double that. I think it was 29 billion. They want to go even higher into the 40s. Wow, I mean that's amazing to me. But you know, there's many outlets now that are looking for you know, entertainment, <clears throat> YouTube, whatever it may be. I don't know where it's going, but. Streaming is going to be big, uh, even bigger, and I think there are going to be other venues for people to get their their fix uh, with all sports, not just not just the NBA. But um, getting back to your point, there's so much money, and I think that's uh, going to your point. That's part of the issue that the investment that the Jazz and the rest of the NBA put in their into their salaries that forces them to protect these guys even more because of what is now a, a, a mega investment into Donovan and Rudy Gobert. So I'm anxious to see how much a player will have his say in playing or not. I think it's another storyline to see this year. 
but also they want to preserve themselves, right, for another payday one day. And they're young enough that, that that's going to happen. But I don't know. I think the winning part of it, uh, Jake, you made a point about will they be the best in the West? They could be, but I'm not sure if they're going to worry about it or feel as much stress or pressure as they did last year. They've been there. They understand what it takes to be uh, a top-rated team. That may overall be a great thing when it comes postseason. So do they tend to pick and choose their times like some great teams do, and maybe they've learned that along the way, and then prepare themselves for that grueling six-week playoff stretch. So, uh, again, another storyline that I'm anxious to see how this plays out. Boulder, switching gears to college football real quick. What do you think, uh, not only BYU 3-0, and but 3-0 and against the Pac-12 South? Wow. Wow. You know what? Kalani Sataki and that, that coaching staff with uh, their ability to open up the playbook and do some razzle-dazzle. They're athletic. They're fast. They hit the edge. They're powerful. Uh, the O-line is protecting the D-line, the blitz, the coverage. I I mean, wow, I thought they were good last year. And, you know, everybody wanted to see them, you know, get more accolades. But, again, a truncated season. But, man, what I've seen so far, they're having fun, first and foremost. And the pressure uh, seems to be something they're not that focused on, right? I mean, from one quarterback who jumps into the NFL to another, the transition's been smoother than I ever thought. So I applaud that. But I like the way they're running their offense. It's it's fun. Uh, it's they keep defenses off balance, um, and they can go up the middle. They can go outside. They've used the tight end Rex a little more than in the past. So they're mixing it up. And on the flip side, Utah just doesn't look like a team I know. And now you've got Charlie Brewer who announces his departure. Um, and Gordo, you know me. I mean, from the old days, I just don't think a guy should just up and quit because you got benched in the third quarter. But that's the way it is nowadays. Um, you know, Kyle wished him, wished him well, but he goes from a starter and had a blazing numbers from Baylor, but yet it didn't work out here in two and a half games. I'm kind of surprised, but in reality, I'm not in the way that uh, players come and go and move and jump into the portal. Now, look. Is, he doesn't have any other real options that I know of, right? I don't know. He might have options. He might have options, but I don't really blame Charlie Brewer on this one, Bowler. You know, the guy's a, a really good quarterback. He proved that at Baylor. He comes to Utah, and it doesn't work out for him. And he, really, Utah is where quarterbacks go to to either flop or, or, or fail. Right. And, right. Uh, and so he sensed that, and he wasn't going to get the opportunity that he uh, – either was promised or felt like he was going to get. So, I mean, I understand he struggled. That offensive line, Jake brought this up, the offensive line has really not yeah. helped him at all. Multiple holes, multiple fumble issues right in the backfield. Uh, they've had special team breakdowns as well, which is very unlike uh, the Utah Utes, as we've known in the past. I mean, they've really puffed their chest down in years past of being really incredibly efficient an impact and having an impact on their own special teams. So, yeah, something's not quite right up there, and a quarterback change is where you usually start, and it seemed like it lit up the Utes, despite the fact they lost in triple OT. Uh, so the Washington State game is, 
is vital, right? I know that's early or maybe too much to say, but I think for fans, yeah. Um, they've made the QB change with Cam, and, and do they move from there? And the beauty, and I think this proves a point why it's always was intriguing for Cougar fans to find themselves a conference, is when you have a rough start and then you start to play your conference opponents, it really is a clean slate. You still have the opportunity to improve and become the team that some people thought you would be. And, again, that's going to be intriguing to see if Utah can rally back from a one-and-two start. And their only win, by the way, against Weber State. And, you know, I like the comeback, but it just fell short. Uh, and I thought Cam did a nice job. Getting outside the tackles, he's more mobile. Uh, I just don't think, you know, Charlie, maybe, you know what, Gordo, maybe just they found out the offense or what they want to really do didn't fit him. Uh, even though that he's got pocket presence Maybe they just need to be a looser team on the offensive end. And maybe that's what the you know Kyle and the guys saw in the second half with Cam, right? A little more mobility. Yeah. Right? yeah. Right, be able to get out of the way. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, Bowler, thanks for coming on as always. Hey, do you think if we stowed away on that flight to Vegas, they'd be mad at us? Maybe we can, maybe we can sneak on or something. You know what? Um Gordo, you know what? Do you have some more mustaches maybe we could uh, throw on and – and, and, you know, put it on right an old Mars uh, yeah, or yeah, I, you know. kinda, That would be really, you know, we wouldn't be real noticeable, I don't think, getting on there. But, no, I think we'd be really noticeable. Yeah. Or, or we could just have Gordon gas up the G, uh, the, the Gulf Stream and, and get Ooh. us down there that, that way. Well, I'm, I'm in for 10 I... bucks on gas, Jake. How about you? Yeah, I'll go you for know, 10. Here's sure. the thing, though. I can't, I'm sorry, can't... jet fuel, Gordo. Yeah, occasionally I... I rent that thing out, and I let other people use it. And so it, 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 I'm going to have to see if I can clear the schedule. All right. Can you clear it? You, you let can us you have the pilot? Yeah, well, we can meet them over there uh, <laughs> sometime after the immediate day on next Monday and then just make a quick trip in and out. Perfect. I'm all in. Yeah, yeah all right. Me too, Baller. Mm-hmm. Thanks, you're going, Baller, you're, you're the not best. flying it, Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll concur. Thanks, all Baller. Right. I'll see you soon, guys. See you, buddy. Uh, the great Craig Bowlerjack, who jumps on with us uh, each and every Tuesday. What do you think of uh, the news about uh, the Jazz uh, training down there in Vegas? Oh, I, I included that in my question to Bowler. I thought kind of, well, get away from the practice facility, you know. Yeah, that, that, and I, that's something I really hadn't thought of. Um, but but I, I'm not sure that's the real reason. They spent so much time at the practice facility last year. Well, what, are you buying into the they're moving the team to Vegas? No. Thing? Is that where, no, is that where you're on. going? Oh, yeah, really? Do you think that's what Ryan has in mind? No, I don't, actually. But apparently that was a thing. What well, do you think? Well, uh, maybe back in 1984 when they were split. When, what year was it that uh, they were split in time with, uh, with Vegas? But what are you getting at? I don't know. Uh, b- b- money? What do you mean, money? Were they offered something to go down there? No, I don't know. I, I don't know. I either. would assume it would cost them more money to go on remote for. It's camp. not because Donovan Mitchell doesn't want to be in Salt Lake City, folks. For those that have been tossing that one around, I guess that's not the case either. I mean, he's going to be spending plenty of time exactly. in Salt Lake City anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. We're next. Ninety-seven-five and twelve-eighty. The zone.